taking a little bit of a break from running d and I'm still going to be playing it, but I'm getting into my ICRPG and I've been hitting the books. And whilst I've been hitting the books, I thought, you know what? Whole Spike Pit could do a little bit of podcasting. So I'm focusing in on a couple of areas of the game in this episode and maybe this will become something a little bit more regular. We'll have to see. But for this episode, talking about hearts, initiative uh, and turn order and methods of rewarding players like metacurrency and the like. So stay tuned if that's something that piques your interest. A heart in ICRPG represents 10 points of effort. Well, what is effort, I hear you ask? Well, effort is pretty much what it suggests. Any amount of effort or work put towards a task or challenge, fighting an enemy in the, in the manner of damage, it's super flexible and it's a really key concept in scaling the challenge level of your encounters or game really your session just like a a target in icrpg when you escalate challenges from one to two hearts players are going to sit up and take notice 10 effort is a good chunk in this game you've got to remember that powerful even powerful characters are are rarely going to do 10 effort in a single action it's quite possible but it is not happening all the time Uh, but this doesn't mean that your your foes need to be fixed in their hearts sometimes you're going to have like something quite mundane but for circumstantial reasons you want to boost them and chuck a heart on there the designer hank gives a few examples of this in the text and he suggests things like creatures that are become magically enhanced a chest that holds insanely epic loot encounters where there's less than three of a monster enemies are being close to a rallying point or having moral momentum or perhaps obstacles of a vastly superior technology or massive in scale most of your game is going to be one heart but remember if you're trying to create that big boss encounter and you've got a bunch of characters ganging up on something, uh, one heart is going to vanish real quickly. And Hank suggests maybe four hearts. It would not be too much for such an, uh, an encounter. Now, the other thing is sometimes you don't want 10 effort and you want something a little bit simpler. So then Hank talks about this concept of a simpler effort rule. You have uh, failed attempts that get you no effort a successful attempt gets you half the way to your goal so two successes and it's task complete or if you're super lucky and you roll a crit that's a one shot wonder job done three steps or three options so failed success and crit success personally i quite like that simple effort rule easy to remember it's the rule of threes once again and hearts in general i i i appreciate what is going for here visually there's a nice iconography with the heart if you're writing in a journal you're drawing up monster stat blocks 
there's something about that heart that's pretty nice. You can introduce a little bit of colour. Uh, it, it's just cool. It fits with the system, and I am going to enjoy exploring it further in my plays of ICRPG. Next up, then, we've got initiative order and taking turns around the table. Initiative or taking turns gets talked about all the time in RPGs and I have tried, I feel like I've tried them all. I feel like I've tried them all from pulling chits out of a bag or a cup to pulling dice, uh, uh, rolling under this, rolling over that, all sorts of stuff. But ICRPG uses one of the oldest board game traditions of all and that is the clockwise turn order. The GM represents environmental hazards and monsters and roles for those on their turn and then the action just moves around. Now, if you want, Hank recommends that you can roll a d20 and the, the highest roll starts the, um, the proceedings. So this means that if the, the GM rolls highest, things can get pretty crazy pretty quick. Strategically, you have an option as well you can change your seating order. You know where the GM is gonna sit and then all the players can adjust themselves accordingly. So you might want the healer to go just before the GM's turn and you might wanna kick things off with a tank type character to the left of the GM. And then middle of the table, you've perhaps got your, your rogue and a spellcaster if you're playing that kind of stereotypical band of adventurers each time you go around the table that is around and each time a player or the gm actually has their their actions that is a turn simple as that the actual time that each of these represents is kind of amorphous it depends what's going on and a turn could be a, um, a second it could be a year there are times when you don't want to follow this. Play doesn't really suit this structured approach. And the designer himself is the first to admit that that is when you just step outside of it. You, you perhaps just go into a little bit of free form role play. No problem there at all. In fact, like he says at the beginning, the best thing you can do with the rule book is don't use it. finally something i've not always been a great fan of sometimes feels like giving out dog biscuits to your players but i'm willing to give this another shot with the rules in icrpg and it's hero coins and milestones the best moments in tabletop adventure can be humble, poetic, altruistic or just plain amazing. The dice and the imagination cooperate or wildly clash and the story goes places no one saw coming. These moments must be rewarded and ICRPG gives the GM two ways to reward brilliant play. There is the hero coin and the milestone reward. Hero coins are like a meta currency, when a player does something that makes the game more fun for everyone, bang, there you go, shiny gold coin. The token can be redeemed then or given to a worthy ally to redeem at any time. 
redeeming this coin, this is going to let you re-roll any roll or add ultimate effort, which is a D12, to your effort roll. Uh, you can only have one hero coin at any time, however. Milestone rewards are a collection of loot-based upgrades that each class has got. When a player turns a corner or discovers his destiny, completes a long, lifelong quest, you award this type of upgrade. You simply assign it as a milestone reward or allow the player to choose one from their class list. You've got to fit it to the moment. Nothing is hard and fast. Either way, you are looking to give these out perhaps one per player every couple of sessions. And I just want to give a big shout out to Hankering Furrenau of Runehammer Games. All credit goes to him on this one. These are his ideas. A lot of these words are his words. I'm just revoicing them with a, a little bit of my own spin in there as well. And uh, a smidge of opinion. As I play it more, I like to bring a little bit more opinion and experience into some of these snippets. But like I say, we'll see how it goes. If it's popular, uh, more chance I'll carry it on. It, it's not super easy putting these episodes together they do take a little bit of time hopefully people find some value in them and there you go that is a wrap a big thanks goes out to the pit crew the generous folks supporting my endeavors over on spike pit patreon and a big thanks goes out to you the listener for taking a bit of time out of your day to listen to old spike pit take care and i'll catch you later